right, guys, welcome to the Revenue Accelerator with your host, Kat Stancic. And I am here with a very special guest who is actually going to introduce herself just like every other person that has been on this podcast because you guys do it better than me. All right, Megan, go ahead and cue it up for us. What do you do and why do you do it? Awesome. Well, I'm super excited to be here, Kat. We're going to have a super, super juicy conversation about all things business. I have been in the coaching industry for a little over eight years now. I actually left the like high school public education teaching profession when we had our daughter a little over nine years ago, got a coaching certification and, you know, it's been an interesting journey for the last eight years. And now I really focus on working with female coaches Mm. who are transitioning from predominantly working with clients in a one-on-one type of scenario. And I help them create and launch and fill group coaching programs and masterminds so that they can start that transition into a more leveraged type of business model. It saves them more time. They have more freedom. And a lot of people want to do more teaching in their business as well. Why I do it? You know, that's a really interesting question. I freaking love helping people live a more freedom-based lifestyle and have more choice over the way that they're spending their time, who they're spending their time with, and I love helping people spread their mission and their vision out into the world. Um, so that's why I do what I do. Yeah, baby. Well, you know, I mean, yeah, moms, right? Like we don't have a lot of time <laughs> to do a lot of stuff. And so um, I love how you work with people to, you know, focus them on how to make better use of their time, essentially, because I, I think that's one of the primary motivators from going from one-on-one to group is, you know, we want to have more impact in the world. And so how do you do that? But by launching a group program so that you, one, help more people who maybe can't afford that one-on-one price point, but two, help them. I mean, I love a lot of things. Let me ask you this question. What do you think are the pros and cons from one-on-one versus group? I, I think groups are better, actually. <laughs> I have to be super honest. I mean, my background is in teaching. Mm. I've been teaching. I mean, I'm 37. So just to give a little context of how many years, I've been teaching people and groups since I was 22. Mm. So that's like, what, 15 years? Right. And even prior to that, I was coaching tennis. I was a swim coach. Um, so I was always like working with groups of people. And, um, you know, when I look at clients who I've worked with, that were one-on-one versus clients who I've worked with and they've been in a group or a mastermind with me. The clients who are in a group or a mastermind far exceed the results that anyone who I ever worked with in a one-on-one scenario saw. Mm. And, you know, I am also always in group coaching programs and Mm. or masterminds. And I, I don't even know when I think back on my eight years, I don't think I have ever had a one-on-one coach that just coached me one-on-one sessions. I was always in a group because part of it's the community that I find really inspires people. Mm. And when you see what other people are doing, you realize like, holy cow, we're no different. Like if they can do that and they can rise above their adversity and they can think bigger than they're thinking and really go for it and share their message and share their voice. What am I doing over here? Like I, I could do the same thing. And so when you see other people doing it, it really invites you to elevate yourself, elevate the kind of conversation you're having with yourself, elevate the thoughts you're thinking, elevate the action you're taking, elevate the people you're spending your time with, who are you surrounding yourself with. And I just think that is what can pull people Mm. forward so much more quickly. I find that when people work one-on-one, at least 
this was my experience. It was like every single week they'd be showing up telling the same story over and over and over again. I think it just gets so easy when it's you and your coach to come and sing the same song and dance. Mm. But I, nobody wants to show up to a group coaching call, like with the same excuses and the same story, asking the same questions, talking about the same thing. Um, it just brings We've all met those people that do do that. And then that's a clear flag of you're not going to succeed in this because exactly. you're wanting to stay stuck. Yeah. But I, I love how you talked about, I mean, there is this, uh, you know, a rising tide lifts all boats kind of thing. So it doesn't matter what boat size you have or what, you know, if you've got a barge or you've got a yacht, the same rising tide is going to lift everybody. Um, and that rising tide is really that community, like you talked about, that, that gets built. So what do you think are some of the things that are really important to have as part of your group program to build that community, right? Because you can't just be like, hey, I'm going to be, I'm a one-on-one coach and now I'm just a, a group coach. There's things that need to be in place to support that, that vary from that trans, you know, doing that transition. Yeah, well, I mean, from from a marketing perspective and a leadership perspective, you have to build your own community at the free level first. And I personally chose to do that inside of a Facebook group. Mm. So I have a free Facebook group, and I actually teach my clients to do something very, very similar. Almost every single one of my clients has their own Facebook group, and they're building a community there, and it's where you can become the dominant leader. And it's a place where it's basically like an organic funnel where you are generating leads outside of your Facebook group, whether that's from the Facebook platform or any other social media platform or anywhere else that you're marketing yourself. And you're creating content that gets the attention of your ideal clients. And then you're hosting, you know, I call them virtual live events inside of your Facebook group. Like what's something that you could provide for free, free value that your ideal client would want access to. And you do that inside of your Facebook group. And it doesn't have to be a large Facebook group. I mean, my Facebook group is only 1,400 people, and we've done extremely well in the last three years. So we don't have huge numbers, but Mm. it allows you to be the leader. It allows you to create relevant content. It allows you to really engage with those people and be a whole lot more intimate with the right people. Um, So it's all about building an audience and building a community of ideal leads, but inside of something like a Facebook group. So that definitely needs to be in place. Like I said, you don't have to have huge numbers because a group program, I mean, my first group program, I only had six people in it. Mm, So it was like a six on one. And I ran quite a few of those. I I think I ran six of those where I had four, six, eight, or 12 people in a group before I really felt like I could lead 40 or 50 people in a group program. Because let me tell you, it's a different ball game when you go from like six people. Yeah. Well, there's, I like that because it's, it's almost a transition, right? Of like, you know, you're looking at people who, you know, and probably because they've bought these larger group programs that they're in and they're like, oh, well, if I can just get 30, 300, whatever it is at this price point, then I'll be set for the year. And it's, that's, that's kind of like, you know, putting the, the cart in front of the horse. There's this like process that you kind of can go through. And again, I talk about this with, you've got to have the right business assets, right? So if you've got a hundred people on your list, not a hundred people are going to buy. Um, and so I love the concept, which is one that I leverage too, of kind of nurturing your people within a smaller group so that they can really rise to the top and say, okay, yes, I'm ready. Um, but there's different ways of doing group programs, right? Like you talked about, there's this smaller, you know, and more intimate and it's almost this hybrid one-on-one to group coaching program. And then there's the more, um, you know, less involved group program where you've got a course that you're really kind of leveraging and doing a lot of the the footwork for you and showing up still on a weekly basis, likely. So how do you, 
what do you tell people who are like, you know, I'm, I want to do a group program. I'm kind of ready to do that, but I don't know what structure to kind of follow. Yeah. I mean, I really like to talk to that person and really figure out what's going to work best for them. I mean, a lot of people who are doing one-on-one, what I have found is they don't realize that they actually have a system or a process that they are moving every single one of their clients through. Mm -hmm. They certainly don't have a name given to it. And so you really have to kind of pull that out of people. So, you know, it really just depends if if someone had, you know, some people, they've already created modules and they are actually giving their one-on-one clients modules and homework to do. And that really is the beginning makings of your group coaching program right there. So it kind of just depends on what kind of assets do they already have in place with their one-on-one client. Mm -hmm. And then some people, you know, like you said, and you bring up a really good point because most of us in our careers have joined one of these massive group programs that had hundreds of people in it. And all of us are so privy to people having like six and seven figure launches. And so everybody wants to have the same kind of launch, but not everybody is ready to have 50 or a hundred people in their group program. You've got to have certain systems in place and you've Mm. got to have certain foundations in place. I mean, I've got 45 people in a group coaching program right now, and I have three people on my team that help me run the group program. There we go. That's the behind the scenes here. (laughs) I could not imagine. Like if I just look back on the last six weeks, I couldn't imagine doing what I'm doing totally by myself. Right. Not just to run the program, but you also have to keep up with your marketing and sales in yes. your business, which can totally go by the wayside. So it kind of just depends on, um, you know, to whatever degree they've got assets, to whatever degree they know what their signature system mm-hmm, is, mm-hmm. to whatever degree they have support in place. Um, and some people really just need to start with like a group of four, but charge more money for that. I mean, yeah. my first group program was $5,000. And I had six people. That's a $30,000 launch. Right. And then right. I can just keep running that over and over and over again. So you don't always have to have big numbers at lower price points and like a high volume of people. Um, I also look at, well, how many people do you actually have access to to sell to? You know, right. you kind of have to bring, bring people down to earth when they want to have a 30 person launch and have 30 people in their program. But then you look at their list size and they have 500 people on their list. Like yeah. not happen sister. Or a disengaged list. Five. Like you've got to yeah. look at all, and all those business assets of, you know, maybe you have a bang in, you know, Facebook group. So your list doesn't matter. Maybe yeah. you have no Facebook group. You have no, no list you have. And then, and then that, that, that four on one, that six on one makes, makes way more sense. Yes. Um, you've really got to look at, it's not about you know, yes, you want your lifestyle to be supported by your business, but you've got to understand the business assets that you have to make sure that you're have the right idea because we can all plan our million dollar businesses. We only need to sell 10 of the, you know, a hundred of these $10,000 things and we're all good, Yeah. (laughs) you know, but planning and implementation is something very different. I mean, also the last thing you want to do, and this has like been such a learning lesson for me. You don't, the more people you have in your programs, the more people and problems you have to deal with mm-hmm. and you have to manage and you have to overcome. Like the last thing you want to do is not be ready. And then you've got an influx of 20 or 30 people and then they're all pissed off yeah. because you don't have the right onboarding process. Oh, yeah, exactly. You didn't, you didn't open a module. So you said that there would be a link and the link doesn't work. There'd be a document. It's not there. Like all those things matter yeah. and they matter when it comes, like they matter even more because you can excuse it with one or two people or whatever it is. Yeah. But 
if you're not organized and you don't have your structure and your systems in place, you know, things get noticed. And then that okay. reputation. Yeah. Very quickly, they get noticed by people. Right. <laughs> and they're more than happy to harp on that than on the amazing content that sometimes is there because we're human and we work with humans and that's just what it is. So you have to understand how humans are going to react. And yeah, some rise above and some don't, but you have to have things organized and in place. And if you don't, then there's a, there's a process of learning growth, you know, that yeah. happens throughout the whole thing. Yeah. So you have, I'm going to shift gears a little bit. You have a really unique process because you use organic leads and paid leads, paid advertising, um, to grow and, and to do your strategies. Can you give us a look? Cause I talk about, you know, organic leads. I don't really touch on the paid side of things at all. Cause I haven't used it yet. <laughs> I haven't done yeah. it effectively. Like, is that something that you teach your people to do as part of their growing their groups and, and launching? I actually do not. Okay. So I don't because typically the client that I'm bringing on, that's especially the one joining like my six month group coaching program, they're not at a place where they're even ready to be thinking Perfect. about deploying right. Facebook ads. I have a mastermind program with people who are at six figures and they're not really even touching Facebook ads yet. Um, some of them are like, you know, starting to get their, mm. dip their toe in the water. Are you but, guys listening to this? Everyone who's listening to this, do you see at what level she's telling people to start advertising? It's not even at the six-figure level. I just wanted I, to kind of uh, highlight that because most people go right for the Facebook ads because they think that's the thing that's going to solve their problems. Uh, absolutely not. I mean, no, you don't, do not start there. They all, the only thing Facebook ads does is amplify what you've already figured out works really well for you in mm. terms of what you're selling. So mm -hmm. if you don't have a killer offer, that you have already been able to sell like hotcakes. Mm -hmm. I mean, sell like hotcakes. And you've done like a couple of iterations of it. Only then should you even be considering driving Facebook ad traffic because A, you need the money to keep up with that. And B, you need to know that what you're actually funneling those people to, you know you've already sold like hotcakes. So I actually do not teach any paid advertising. Perfect. I only teach organic strategies because that's what I've primarily done. I'd say, you know, yeah, when you even, you even had your, your account, you got like, oh it got disabled, but you still yeah. closed and launched a 45 person group having had that. And it's not even the thing that you, you rely on. It's more of a, Hey, I know this, this works because the magic is actually in your process and in your Facebook group. Yeah, um, totally. I mean, when I use ads, which I've done super sparingly just to kind of give it, give it some numbers. When I do a launch for a program, which I do all like super low tech, very high touch, I launch live right inside of my Facebook group. I only drive about maybe 150 people who sign up for that free workshop mm -hmm. come from Facebook ads. Yeah. All the rest is organic. Right. So walk us through like as much as you're willing to divulge <laughs> kind of your process with your, your launching. Like, are you, you know, cause I know that's part of what you teach your clients to do and leverage of you leveraging, like how do you leverage the power of a Facebook group to be able to fill your group programs? Yeah. So I put probably 80% of my marketing efforts are right inside my Facebook group. So mm. I'm in there every single day. I'm building relationships with people every single day. I'm asking them questions. I'm getting to know them. It's also a great way to move into like the private messenger feature of Facebook with people. Right. I mean, you've got a Facebook group that you are engaged in and you're posting relevant content and you've got the right people. You are literally sitting on a gold mine and you don't have to have 10,000 people in that group. So about every other month, I do a nine day series 
and it's a virtual, it's basically a virtual live event. And mm. I teach the main strategy that I am teaching my clients to launch and fill their group programs. I'm actually demonstrating that strategy and teaching it live over a nine day period of time. Use the and, process to sell the process. Yeah, I mean, I'm basically <laughs> giving free content for a couple of days in a row. And then I transition about halfway through those nine days into inviting them into my program and my offer. Mm -hmm. And then I continue to go live for four or five more days. That card is open and I do some bonus content. I bring on some clients who've had challenges and successes with the methodology that I teach. I interview them. I do a Q and a, um, so it's kind of like taking the old school traditional launches that are all automated and I'm following the same like principles. And I just am doing it in a way that requires almost zero technology. So I'm not teaching like all these big um, pre-recorded videos and all these emails that you have to write. Like it's, it's literally be a leader inside of a community, bring in ideal clients, teach the pants off them, and then invite them into your program. And you go live nine days in a row, your card is open for like five days and you fill your programs that way. I um, mean, that's just like, you know, the, we're not worthy. <laughs> the well, I mean, it's great because if you look at it, like yeah. I, I have some clients who will do one like every other month. I have some friends and colleagues who've watched me do it and now they're deploying it. They do it every single month. Mm. But it's like, if you could make 30,000, I mean, and I'm not, you're not, you don't have to, have, I don't have 40 people join every single time I do it. It's like one time there were 22 people, one time, seven people joined one time, eight people joined. But look at the power of once you figure yeah. out a system that works, like do it every single month. And it's like a 40 K month every single yep. month. Yep. And look yeah. at that, you know, over the year and being like, cool. And then the thing is, is that you can start projecting in terms of, all right, cool. If you didn't hit your goals the right way, then you look at kind of the process and what you can tweak and all this other stuff. But if you don't have a real understanding of the process of these are the beats that I hit, this is the process that I go through, this is how I nurture people, then you're just kind of shooting in the dark all the time. And it's, it's, it gives you that feeling of not being in control of your business. And so yeah. what's your best advice for people who are really trying to, you know, they're, they're, they're hitting numbers, right? They're maybe at six figures, maybe under six figures, but it's kind of this, you know, uh, a hope and a prayer kind of process of it's the constant going, going, going. What do you tell them in terms of creating that consistency in their business? I mean, number one, I think the golden ticket is simplify. Mm. I have always sung the tune of simplify. It's kind of been like my thing. I only have two offers. I've yeah. only ever had two offers since I rebooted my business three years ago. I've only ever had two offers. And oftentimes when people come to me because of the way they have their business model set up, they're constantly having to create new offers. Mm. So simplify. I mean, your fastest path to cash is simplifying and have very few offers, but also create offers that you could be selling all the time. Because if you don't have a way for people to join, like I've got two programs, one is six months, one is 12 months. Mm. So if I only ran those programs like one time each a year, I basically yeah. am giving myself an opportunity to only generate new clients and new money two times a year, or else I'm constantly creating the new program that people have to join. And I see that happening with probably 95% of coaches who I work with. They're having to create new offers all the time. Yeah. And then they don't have a systematic way that they have figured out they can duplicate to fill their program. So it's simplify your business model. 
it's have a way for people to say yes to your programs every month of the year, ideally, and then have a way that you can fill those programs, but it's duplicatable. I mean, just like my kind of nine day launch strategy, I just did a launch at the end of January. It ended on like February 5th. I wasn't planning to launch again in my launch calendar until like mid to late April, but my numbers weren't exactly where I wanted them, them to be. So it was so easy for me to make a decision. Let's just do another launch starting March 9th. The content is already there. I knew exactly how to produce it. The land, like everything is already there. Yeah. I have to drive traffic to it and just go do it all over again. And maybe, you know, eight more people join. So it's just so easy to know that you've got something there that you could just decide three or four weeks ahead of time. Like, let's go do another one. Yep. Well, and it's because you've taken the time to document. You've taken the time to create a process. You've taken the time to fully bake it, right? Like the first time yeah. you did it, probably, you know, I'm just going to go ahead and venture out that it wasn't as smooth as it is right now. Well, it took me two and a half years. So I rebooted this coaching business January, 2017. I, my entire strategy has always been uh, build a Facebook group yeah. and convert people from the Facebook group into my coaching programs. I was always doing that through Facebook lives and through posts. Mm -hmm. I was never doing it in like a nine day virtual live event series. Right, right. So it took me two and a half years. To I didn't get to figure there. out I could do this series the way I'm doing it to fill a group and have a larger number of people all join at one time until two and a half years in. Mm. Now, the first time I actually did the nine day launch, 22 people said yes. So, but it took two and a half years to get to a place where I've got a duplicatable system that I can rinse and repeat and it's all scalable. Yeah. And, and that's the thing is it's like a lot of people are, you know, especially when it comes to people who are creating courses over and over again, they're kind of throwing the baby out with the bathwater and saying, Hey, what worked, what didn't work? What's the process? And we all have this recipe for success as to base off, because maybe there's someone out there who's like, Oh my God, I can't do nine days of Facebook lives. And it's, it's not that that's the process that you have to follow. It's how do you show up and doing it consistently? So I know there's a lot of people that are probably thinking, great, but yeah, you're lucky you have an engaged Facebook group and you know, you're, you're posting stuff. So, but I don't have that. What are your recommendations for people who maybe have people in their Facebook group and it's not as engaged as they, as they liked it, that as they would like it to be? Uh, okay. So number one, and I say this super lovingly, it's a mindset issue. Mm. It's a really big mindset issue. And I, and what you're saying, I hear way more often than I'd like to hear from people. Mm -hmm. So number one, it's a mindset thing. Number two, this was, I, 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 it's not like I teach this, but I will say this to my clients and even to my free community. And it's always such a big aha for people. You are the leader of your community. Mm. It is leader's job to make sure that you're creating content that is going to actually engage your people and mm. make your audience want to engage with you. It is actually not the job of your Facebook group members to engage themselves. Mm -hmm. As the leader, it is your job to engage them with your content. So if people aren't engaging, I see people all the time, that they're frustrated, they get pissed off at their own community. Yeah. Like, well, what are you doing and how are you operating and leading that group of people so that they are, you have to teach your community how to engage. We can't right. just expect people to come flood our Facebook group and know how to engage, it's all about training. And I think that's a thing that a lot of business owners forget is that we have to train our audiences to do every single thing we want them to do. You have to train your audience to engage with you. You have to train them to comment. You have to train them to click. You have to train them to say yes. 
you have to train them to buy. And if you're not willing to figure out how to do that, then you're going to have a Facebook group that's not engaged. Like, sorry, not hashtag, sorry, not sorry. <laughs> but yep. it's kind of all on you to figure out how to better engage your people. Right, right. So I know that you have, you know, mastered the level of engagement. So what would be your number one tip for, um, you know, kind of how to start really leading your group or, you know, s- starting to really kind of set the, 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 the pace almost, right, of, of group engagement? So one of the things to remember is that anybody who joins any of our communities, even our, our email list, they're the most excited about mm. us and about what we have to offer in the first two weeks. So knowing that if you're going to be inviting people into your Facebook group, those people are like telling you that there's something that you're putting out there to the world that they want to be a part of. Right. So you want to, again, like you, you want to have a rhythm of the kind of content you're posting on a daily basis, the time of day that you're showing up. Mm. Um, and just to kind of give you a little bit, bit of an example, when I first started my Facebook group, I did theme every single one of my days. So Monday through Friday, I had a certain theme of the day. So whether it's like Monday motivation, Mm. Tuesday tech tip, um, I don't know, like wild Wednesday, Thursday, I don't, whatever it is, Friday celebration day. I'm sorry. I feel like we're starting to get into like thirsty Thursday and freaky Friday. Like I was, I was flashbacks to college days, right? (laughs) Right? Like you can theme it out. And some people, they really need that structure of theming out the days. After a while, I got tired of the themes and I got kind of bored with it. So I like ditched the themes and and now it's like super easy for me to run my Facebook group. But you can start out by theming it. The other thing I would highly recommend- Well, and you don't have to share the theme, right? You could just show up. Like that's the other thing too, is you could have your own internal themes and be like, look, on Mondays, I am going to post a story from the weekend and on Tuesday, I'm going to do this. And so that people aren't like, you know, seeing the, hey, today is, you know, pick my brain Tuesday kind of thing. Uh, You just- kind of create an event for that. Yeah. And I would also schedule out same day, same time, every Mm -hmm. single week in the Facebook group of Facebook live. So do a Facebook live, do it consistently, super high value. If you are like just kind of revving up your Facebook group, I would do more than one Facebook live a week. When I restarted my business in January, 2017, the only thing I did, the only thing I did every single day for months to build my business was focus on my Facebook group. I did two to three Facebook lives a week. They were 30 to 45 minutes long. I was making up to five posts a day in mm. my Facebook group. And a lot of those posts were asking questions so that mm. I could learn about my audience. They were literally spoon feeding me exactly what they wanted. And I would ask really specific questions like, if you could wave a magic wand, what would you want to see happen in your business in the next 30 days? Right. And I remember that particular post, 80%, I think like 50 to 60 people responded to that. 80% of them said, I want two to three clients in the next 30 days. Well, guess Mm. what I did? I turned around and I actually created a 30 day course and it was designed to help people generate two to three clients in the next 30 days. Megan, you actually sold people what they wanted. Oh my gosh. They asked for something and you said, okay, I'm going to (laughs) deliver. Yeah. And I just asked them what they wanted. So, you know, it's that it's find out what people want from Mm. you, but find out what they want urgently. I think so many Mm. people are like, go, I'm going to help you build your dream life. I'm going to help you be more confident. I'm going to help you find the love of your life. And it's like, people want speed. People are thinking like, what the heck do I want 
today at 7 p.m. It's too no, far away for them to think yeah. that that's a, though they want it. It's too far away for it to become a reality. Yeah, they can't wrap their mind around that. How does how does that look? What's that going to be? Can I really do it? So, I mean, you're sitting on a gold mine inside your Facebook group. And if you want people, you know, you ask the question like, what if somebody has a Facebook group and it's dead? Know this about people. People love talking about themselves. Mm -hmm. So create content and questions that gives people a platform to talk highly of themselves. It can be as simple as this. Hey, everybody, you're, you know, let's see where our community is from. Post a picture of your town. Post a picture of your view right now. Mm -hmm. You will get a hundred comments because everybody wants to show everybody where they live. Yep. I mean, it's like, that's a way to like start bolstering your engagement, ask them questions that give them an opportunity to talk about themselves. Yep. Because a lot of people are out there lonely, honestly, entrepreneurship can be a very lonely place and they just are, they're, they're wanting that place where they can belong. And so if you're not creating that place where you're putting your cozy blankets out and saying, Hey, let's all come snuggle, which is a weird analogy, yeah. but right. Like if you're not creating that warm, inviting space, why would someone come in and say, Hey, I'm going to chill here. Right. Exactly. Um, I love this. So Megan, any last tips on people, you know, wanting to either, you know, continue to grow their engagement in their Facebook groups or to transition from one-on-one -on -one to uh, group coaching that you'd like to share? Yeah. I'd say the biggest thing is niche yourself way more than mm. you think you need to be niched. I mean, you know, we can't say I'm a health coach and I help everybody lose weight. We can't say I'm a relationship coach and I help everybody find love. I'm a business coach and I help you grow your business because you don't actually know how to create the most potent, prolific content that's going to literally become a magnet for a certain individual. And I, you know, I think a lot of people believe that's so counterintuitive because they're, they're so afraid that, oh my gosh, if I just stay in this one little lane, it's going to like eliminate 90% of the people whose eyeballs are on me right now. Yeah. But it's like those 90% of people are not buying from you anyway. Right. So the key is the better you can niche yourself and stay in your lane and go narrow and deep, you, it will, you will fight to fill a group program. If you are way too broad and way yeah. too big, you've got to be in your lane and go narrow and deep with people so that you actually know how to be showing up and what kind of content to show up with, what kind of promise you're making people. Because remember, everybody's thinking about themselves. Nobody's thinking about you and your offer. They're all thinking about what's in it for me. And do you understand what my problem is at three o'clock every day in the afternoon? Do you understand what's going through my head when I'm trying to fall asleep at night? Do you understand mm -hmm. what I want like urgently next week? And if you can't speak that language of like basically a day in the life of your ideal client, if you can't like describe a day in the life of your ideal client and what they're thinking, then you're not narrow enough. You've got yep. to get narrow. Yeah, I have that conversation. I talk about there's three conversations happening. One that they're talking with strangers about, two that they're talking to their friends about, and the third one is the conversations that they're having in their head. And you've got to tap into that conversation in the head in order to for people to go, oh my God, how did you know that about me? Here's my credit card. <laughs> oh yeah. Like that's basically marketing in a nutshell. You yeah. are marketing to someone's mind. Yep. Exactly. Megan, you have dropped some serious value bombs. Guys, make sure you check the show notes in order to see what those nuggets are. But how can people get in touch with you and learn more about you and probably join your Facebook group to see yeah. how a master does it? I would, that's the best place for people to go. So the name of my Facebook group is Structured Freedom for Coaches Growing Six-Figure Businesses. We're in there every single day. There are Facebook live trainings in there all the time. And we do our Launching Made Easy 
nine day workshop right inside that Facebook group quite a few times a year. So come check it out. Awesome. Cool. Thank you so much, Megan, for joining us. And guys, make sure you go check that out. Thanks for having me.